from the USSF-approved territories of Georgia and Kentucky, and also from the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, this is the Monday Review. Hey everybody, it's the Monday Review. Usually, for patrons only, this week we're going to try to make it public. Sign up for the Patreon, the link's in the show notes, to get the Monday Review delivered to your phone every week. Let's start with some news from yesterday. Greg and Gio have started to patch things up, according to Matt Crocker, as reported by Jeff Carlisle on Twitter. I think both Greg and Gio are in a good place to move forward, Crocker said. Apparently he said they have met to move their relationship forward with Raina set to be called into the next camp, for which he is healthy. All right. The way you put emphasis on, I think, I think you added a, a, a level of uncertainty that I did not read that as having. Yeah, that was pure, purely accidental, if so. But um, I, mean, I mean, you have to put the blame on Mr. Crocker for saying, I think, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's, a, he's an executive with a front-facing position where he has to talk to the masses, talk to the people. He has to be more clear. And what he's declaring. We don't got no time for I, for a, I think. Yeah. I, I could have read that it. either. I, it's all, it's all, I've, I was feeling awesome. And now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm really in the dumps. I think we're good. I just did it too. Didn't I? Mm. Mm. I, I could have read it like this. I think both Greg and Gio are in a good place to move forward. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hold on. That's a totally different characterization. If they have met, then that's good. And he said they have met. Did they need a third party there to referee the conversation? Perhaps we'll never know. I, so, so I, guess, I was going to say, since he brought it up in media, uh, since he brought up the mediation part in Vanity Fair, that of course he did it. But I guess he just mentioned that he talked to experts in mediation. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, there there just wasn't a third party, and Greg just took his newly acquired talents and put them to good use. Either way, the end result is the end result. So, I'm choosing uh, to imagine a team of lawyers involved a giant boardroom yeah just like uh i don't know if y'all remember when uh those charges were levied against man city and there was just like a like it became a meme just a video of lawyers walking cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it couldn't have been it, it wasn't that uh so so you know i don't think any of this is a surprise of course he's coming back of course he's getting called in um yeah. what's the next step what's the next step here well, if you read the replies to the announcement, John Brooks is the next step. Oh. Uh, okay. Now okay. do John Brooks. Yeah, I mean, assuming they met in Germany, things yeah. aren't too far away in uh, Deutschland. You know what I'm saying? I guess maybe to answer your question, the next step on the geofront would be for him to play in um, yeah, just, soccer games. Show up in a camp. Show up in a camp, you know what I'm saying? Get out that car. Flash that smile. Have a little gallery department hat on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, per usual, per usual, some chrome hearts, something. Little, 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 little drip for everybody. And, you know, we go again. Yeah. We go again. Uh, and beat Germany in Hartford. That, that, that's the ultimate grand finale, you know what I'm saying? Confetti falling. Greg Berhalter, arms in the air, looking for somebody to hug. Who's that somebody happened to be? Who's he lock eyes with first? Giovanni Reyna. Yep. Give mm-hmm. a nice little hug, pat on the back, and then we move. And that's how we fully heal. We need some, you know, some work from them in terms of connecting with each other. Yeah. Surely the last thing they did on the field together was him 
Greg Berhalter doing that bounce pass to Gio that he just he, um, didn't commit to at all. I, I guess maybe that's something you guys didn't. I didn't notice it's, that. It's been in my head for a long time. <laughs> that did happen. It was a bounce pass that he refused to engage with, or did he just bat it away? <laughs> yeah, it was, an, it was an off. It was a poor bounce pass that he just made look as bad as possible. Gio yeah, did. Well, what so what was that quote from Danielle man about uh about the bounce passes? Well, oh yeah, I, I I know the quote. Um, it's something to the effect of, "I can make uh we don't we don't need to get back into." I mean, oh, okay. well, but it, I mean, come on, let's do it a little bit. I can make <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful quote. I can make one phone call and all of his cool sneakers and and bounce passes will be gone. Yeah. Boom, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if we ever talked about that. Did she think people thought he was cool? Uh, I, I, there seemed to be some envy, uh, resentment harboring. Because uh, no know, one thinks so that. I don't. No one. Yeah. I, well, I don't know, but she was may, may or may not have been delusional about other things too. So uh, you know, we we, yeah. we we can keep moving. But uh, her definition her definition of cool may be different <laughs> than. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ours. I mean, mine is different from yours, right? We all have different definitions. Of course, of course. Of course. Um, um, but yeah, but very few of ours include Greg Berhalter as being cool. I wouldn't yeah. think. Uh, correct. Correct. Now, now, with the with the listenership of this pod and the particular demographic that this pod serves, you know, what I'm saying, I, I like, I think we might be able, we might get some. Different opinions, you know, you know, all, all my all my brothers and sisters uh, ages, you know, 40 to 60. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, 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 I feel like Greg might hit that might hit that sweet spot. Yeah. And man, I've I've learned this over the past years. Young people, they just really don't like us very much. <laughs> <laughs> They're not us like us three. Uh, well, Scott, I don't know. Yeah. Scuffed. Yeah. <laughs> They sure. like Vince. They like, they like Vince. Like Vince. Yeah. I think it's mostly <laughs> me. They don't it's like me, Greg. <laughs> I was I was gonna suggest maybe should we just kind of cynically become a little more anti Burhalter just to get them them on our side. Mm. Like maybe maybe start like a pretty anti Burhalter YouTube presence where we can just prepare stuff for you to get on there every week, and you just do it. You go you go off. Go to town. Yeah. And that could help get people to the podcast. I mean, we got to make some business decisions, you know? Yeah. It's business time. Mm. anti Burhalter, it's a viable business choice for sure. Oh, okay. Um, so, Gio, the other thing, I mean, you mentioned it, Waki, but Gio still hasn't played for Dortmund. He's been on the bench um, unused for the past two games, I believe. Uh, Dortmund could... The way they're playing right now, they could get some dead rubber Champions League games, but um, that's not until closer to Christmas. So if we want them to be here for this crowning victory over Germany, that sort of heals all the wounds of the national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got to get on the field here pretty soon, next couple weeks. But he's got to come either way, unless he gets injured. Yeah, he'll he'll come. That's true. But it'd be nice to have him come in uh, with a head of steam. That is probably too much to ask. Let's talk about Weston. He was great in a four two it was a four two loss for Juventus at Sassuolo. But he was great. He's playing real calm, real tidy. 
He's awfully good. Yeah. yeah. He's just awfully good. Uh, uh, so I think some people would say that maybe, just maybe, he might be our best player. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's I'm, where I'm getting, that's kind of where I got to this game. That's where I basically am right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. Yeah. Pulisic, Pulisic's going to come in some big game and score like a goal that we absolutely need in the future, just as he has done in the past. And then it might, you know, shift the hierarchy around a little bit. But right now, if you're building a team, mm. I think you'd, I, think you saying, I, would, I would take West first. Okay. Interesting. Does it feel but, good to hear that from us, Vince? <laughs> Because you know, hey, man, the past I, just, maybe we have not been. You've you've been very consistent. Uh, I've I've waffled. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, uh, uh, man. Uh, I'm just happy that he's like back and like clearly clearly healthy. Clearly healthy, man. He's just he's moving well. He got that he got that spring in his step. He's just he's Wes again. I don't want to harp on the receipts, but there there were some. Yeah, there were some. Um, uh, 2026 World Cup lineups that he would just fell out, fell out of the team. <laughs> and this was like after the World Cup, before yeah. Leeds and all that. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was real nasty. It was real nasty. And I remember each one of y'all's faces, names, and addresses too. So be on the watch, be on, be on, be on the lookout uh, for me. He's here and he's back, and and it's beautiful. It is a little. Well, one other thing is just how control in control of his situation he looks like on the field out there. Like he. He kind of toys with the the person who comes out to mark him, and then he he just he finds a solution one way or another, and it's uh, it is really nice to watch. It is discouraging, I think, that he and Wea have to share a spot in the team at Juve. Yeah. That was that was never that was never the idea. <laughs> like who who came up with this? It's yeah. not how we would have drawn it up. I will say, it's pretty interesting when Wea comes on. And just does add something different. That's kind of cool. He, mm-hmm. He's a burst. He, he's challenging that back line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his, his last game he started, he was like Juve's best attacker. Um, and then he just disappeared. Which, uh, you know, Wesson's been doing his thing. But it's like, man, if you can get them both on the field, you might, like, they might do something crazy like combine for a goal against Real Madrid or something. But, uh, you know, I guess, I guess Mr. Allegri was, was asleep when that happened in the preseason. Got to get, got to get all those minutes for Rabio and uh, Fagioli. Fagioli, and, uh, Moretti. Uh, which in this match, Mr. Moretti was uh, quite ass, quite ass. Uh, and and Fagioli came on and got an assist. Fagioli which, was better than Moretti, I thought. Better, yeah. Which came from a, a, a Tim Way across, received the ball on the white, uh, on the right, crossed it in. Um, you know. Ball, ball fell to Fagioli, who passed it to whoever scored the goal. I forgot who it was. It was but, Chiesa. Okay, but but hopefully that that isn't the type of situation that that really sticks in Allegri's. I mean, you know, it it, it seemed that Weston McKinney got zero points for his assist to Tim Weah. So fair is fair. Uh, Fagioli gets zero points as well. But but I'm already seeing from uh some Juve fan blogs that Fagioli is set to take Moretti's spot in this next match. Do they play Lecce? Um, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, yeah. It oh, and also, uh, in the midweek, uh, Juve had something. I guess like an open practice or something. Whole bunch of media was invited. 
uh, the Italian national team coach. I think it's I think it's Spalletti now. Anyway, uh, he pulled up. Um, and in that open practice, West came out injured. Um, supposedly they said like a, a a brace with ice was on his knee, which I don't know if it's just like a wrap, you know, where where you get you know just some ice on your knee. Um, but anyway, he, he just, didn't. He, he just Wolverine healed again. Right, right. And 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 I was locked in. I was locked in. Like ever, like once I saw that news, I was on the Uve fan blogs, everything. And um, basically, I got good news like five hours later hmm. that he was gonna be all right because Alexandra also got hurt in that match. I mean, in that practice, and um, he was rolled out for the match like immediately. And so Nasi and Weston ruled out. Put my fears at ease. Put my fears at ease. But I mean, a, yeah. a broken bone, he's basically going to be back from in about three weeks. So yeah, whatever happened to this practice, not a problem. I do torn, a, torn ACL what, would be like a month, maybe, max. A month, yeah. month, five weeks, something like that. Um, he is... I was trying to look up who the greatest throw-in, throw-inners of all time in soccer are. Mm. There's not really a clear list. He's got to <laughs> be up there because he... Like, He's got a missile of a long throw, and he just threw a dime off like two steps from the halfway line, perfect ball in behind in the first half. It's still, doesn't it still seem like a phase of the game that isn't fully exploited yet in soccer? Like, yeah, you could, if people would just, if the, if the team in possession just act with a little bit more alacrity, you know, they could get some stuff done. I do think the, do. The, 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 the nerds are onto this, though. So it's just going to be a couple of years before everyone catches up. And Liverpool did something. There was a bunch of articles about that. That's true. Yeah, but having a throw-in coach and all that. But I don't, I don't think there's ever been a... The thing about the nerds is... probably the best throw-in artist ever. Like, the, nerds is, the nerds, people listen to them for a little bit, but then it gets, it gets uh, exhausting to listen to them, you know? Because they yeah. talk too much. They, they talk too much. They have too many numbers, you know? Well, they're in a tough um, spot. They're either just going to have to overload, show you their spreadsheets or talk, and neither of them we have much interest in. So right. it's kind of... That's what I'm saying. I mean, the devil in the deep blue sea there. Well, Wea does add something different, but um, I guess we just have to pray that he'll, uh, he and Wes can get on the field at the same time. I don't yep. know. And yep. Juventus, so yeah, you said their, their game is tomorrow against Lecce, and... Uh, they're obviously not in Champions League, so there's some shortage of fixture congestion there. Waki, what do you think about uh, Christian, young Christian's uh, performance on Saturday? I'm glad, I'm glad you've asked me this. I thought people were way too sad about it because mm. I didn't okay. watch it live. I saw okay. this big hole. We were just wailing. Everyone was really down in the dumps. I watched the game. He's having just pretty much a completely normal game, kind of good even spots it's not until the 70th minute it even begins to make sense why people are upset he lost the ball a couple times and i guess people just kind of went off a cliff there uh we got to do something about this just week to week i don't know how you guys feel about the game but i i just i think we need to find spots to feel a little better about things if we're gonna be upset every time he doesn't have an amazing game it's no way to go through life mm-hmm. I, I i can appreciate that yeah I went back and watched his involvements and it was not as bad as I thought it was. 
initially. But I guess there is like this, uh, the, you know, the synchronicity of humans. There's like this collective, this collective feeling that grows when there's a bunch of people talking about it with each other. It does also doesn't help. I think Pulisic contributes to this himself by being sad, on, sad looking on the field when he's not going exactly as well as he would want it to go. And then we feel that we internalize that. He, he does. And we can't sad. just. He's putting that on us, that which isn't fair. And then we put it out into the world. I, I don't know, man. I, I was I was watching the game by myself, and and I thought he was ass. Okay. Uh, hey, well, like I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't reading anything. Uh, <laughs> it was some point in the second half. I popped in the Discord. I was like, boy, sheesh. Uh, I mean, you you know, it's it not like ass ass, but like. It's it, like ass. Just so you know, in the midweek he didn't start, right? Uh, Mr. Chukweze started. Uh, did I don't know? He did a little bit of something, a little bit of nothing. Uh, like you know, n- uh, not not too much. But but if uh, Rafa Leal just lays off a ball one time, uh, he scores a goal, and then I don't know, maybe we spiral even further. But um, you, it's it's just that thing where it's like, bro, if you want to make sure you lock this spot down for sure, for sure. Um, just just gonna need a little bit more from you. Gonna need a little bit more from you, in my opinion. Need a little bit more is definitely fair. Uh, a couple things. He, you know, his work rate helped lead to that first goal. Kind of had an, got an interception and poked it away from a guy to Giroud who played Liao Liao into goal in on goal. Right. That's that makes it one zero. That was all Milan needed uh to win the game and get the three points. He nearly scored late in the second half with his left foot, which was a really really good you know he kind of, tried, kind of tried to take the guy on from the right wing kind of circled around him onto his left foot and then took a shot from a tight angle but drew a good save no no, no hold on bells let me talk about this real quick mm-hmm. because uh this like like the the main thing i was taking away from this match watching it to me was just he's just so up and down physically pulley is um and 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 it's possible that the ups are are just playing against Mexico and them slow ass boys. And and that, you know, when you when he on the field against Mexico, he just looks like Luca Colioso out there or something. That that play bells. For so for me, he he tried to he's at the standard he's at a stand and stop, right? Stand and stop, uh typical take on situation. Try to get to the end line, whatever. He gets beat to the spot. He gets beat to the spot. And and as a and and uh, so I don't know if you guys are real hoopers or not, but for anybody that's played basketball you so you know the opportunity to hit the perfect spin move. The opportunity to hit the spin move is when you get beat to the spot. Like like yeah. you know you you would always prefer just a just a straight line drive. That's what Pulley tried. He got beat. Now the turn was nice. I, I'm not taking anything away from this play. Like if you know the decline has been it like like if the decline is here, you just gonna have to find different ways to do it. Like people do it all the time. It's not that big a deal. But I'm just I'm just noting it. I'm just noting it. That's just and, a middle note for me. And, and you know what? I think that contributes to some of the, you know, yes, it's, it contributes to some of the sadness because he isn't as fast as he used to be. And it's, it's a shame. <laughs> it's everything. Was, it's the whole reason that I'm sad. He was it's, very uh, fast. He's not yeah. fast anymore. I've incorporated <laughs> that into how I view the games. Maybe... I don't think that's what Vince is doing here, but some people are, are are just upset that he's not fast anymore, because it was pretty cool when he was really fast. 
Yeah, I am. I'm upset that he's not fast anymore because I don't know what kind of player he is for like at an elite level if he can't beat people 1v1. Yeah. He can't stand somebody up and beat them 1v1 right now. It doesn't look like. Unless in, it's in, uh, unless it's in, one in, of those fullbacks for Mexico. Yeah. Hellas Verona. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, I mean... <laughs> Bro, bro, I will say though, Eunice was having trouble physically with some of these guys. I mean, these were some stout fellas. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, they, 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 they have quite an athletic team. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna sit and act like they just some, yeah, some mozzarella merchants. They had some real tough guys out there too. They're real, real mugging it up in a few spots. I, I really didn't much care for it. I, I'm used to seeing Eunice just like absolutely dominate people physically, and he was, you know, he was getting knocked off the ball some too. So. Although he was very, he had a good game. He did. Oh, uh, so also, uh, just we on the on the police. Well, well, first of all, I forgot to mention that Weston forced an own goal. Just, just to bring that, to oh, bring yeah, that up real quick. Uh, forget to mention that. Yeah, it was almost a Weston McKinney goal, but we got too many cameras in the stadium. You know what I'm saying? We need to take yeah. some advantage points out because that would have been a Weston McKinney goal. But but anyway, um, but you know, he they, did. They, he also he needs to act like he scored it, but he exactly, just didn't yeah. because he knows how many yeah. cameras there are. So he, he didn't like, do anything. Yeah, because I feel like Italians would appreciate the the theater of it. If he did act like he scored, they they might have just gave it to him. Just like I respect it, but um, ah, uh, never mind. He's black a- anyway. Um, so, so Milan played <laughs> Milan played midweek, right? Champions League. Um, who they play against? Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Zero yeah. zero. Busted them really. Uh, would they have like two point seven five xg or something? It, it was incredible. But anyway, uh, Pulley came on that week. As, see, th- this is why it's been building, right? We had the international window, had the Inter Milan match, had this midweek match, had this Hellas Verona match. You know what I'm saying? The frustration's been building a little bit with Pulley. Like, so that's why we're at this position um, now. And yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't that good against Newcastle. wasn't influential at all for real. Uh, but yeah, Eunice, the reason why he got this start on the weekend is because he came in to this match against Newcastle and, and, and looked great. He was great against Newcastle. He was We're doing his thing. Little, 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 little step over action and which, you know, we, we got that slow-mo of the, of the step over and the, and I guess it, it would have been called a foul if, if Eunice didn't keep going, but, but I need for that clip to include the pass that he played after, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah, just zipped nice... it right across the six. And I think it was, it was Pulisic who was a step, a step away from punching it in, right? Yep. Just just yep. couldn't quite get there. But yeah, man, this is a it's this is good signs for Eunice. Good signs for Eunice. He's fought his way on the field. Um what so what I do need is for managers to quit playing this man at a, in attacking positions. You know what I'm saying? He played played wing back this last match. And it's just like I mean, we 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 saw there were like a few situations where like he had to do something like incisive in the attacking third and he almost like punted the ball. Like it, it was almost like a, like, like, you know what? I, I'm a show. I'm a show coach. I don't even need to be here right now. Like he so, tried to hit that cross. Yeah. So I'm sensing you've kind of seen enough from him in the final third that you're not even really interested in you know him trying to improve it. Just let's nail down the Eunice has a, he, he's tried to do everything in his power to tell people. They're like, yo, I, like I'm, I'm not that guy. Like, bro, it, it, even if you just look at Eunice, like 
you 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 know what attackers look look like, right? Attackers, you know what I'm saying? They they usually got a nice trim. They they might they might, you know, bleach their hair, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Is they they have a look to them. Eunice, I mean, uh, like I'm I'm looking at pictures of him from this match, you know, no cut. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just just out here thugging it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just He's a nice lad in it. He's a nice lad. We've heard him talk. Uh, nice, nice Muslim boy. You know, the, tries not to make a fuss. Just goes about his business. You could tell Eunice to do anything, and he would do it for you. Just heart of heart of gold. But he's trying to. He's giving us these subtle hints. He's I didn't even think. About, I didn't even hints. think about that part of it. Yeah, man. But you know, he did nearly know. score. He did nearly score. I mean, like he he had a good shooting opportunity. He had a good shot on frame. It was uh, it was kind of similar to Pulisic's left-footed shot and that it was about head high within the goalkeeper's reach he did but yeah i would I, I don't know i don't i don't know if wes Eunice, either of those two is going to get much time in the midfield these italian teams just want to play him at wing back you need fine. to start asking it's why fine. well i said it's fine you said that something different and i'm going to take your <laughs> sign of this i think maybe it's racism <laughs> Anyway. But you know, whatever. Play everyone at wing back. Yeah, we'll Hard figure it out when they come to camp. Yep. Heartbreaking Catalonia. You know what I'm talking about, right? Celta Vigo. Almost a dream win for Luca. He had a great game too. They're up two nothing. I like 80th minute. Yeah, 80th minute. 80th minute, bro. Barcelona scores one goal, and then we all know that what's about to happen. <laughs> And it happens, they lose 3-2. I have my rat tweets lined up, man. <laughs> we were going to bury you, Xavi. You <laughs> were so, so lucky. But I was so, Because that second goal came in, I mean, what, the 80th minute? 78th, something like that, whatever. Beautiful pass from uh, Diego Aspas, by the way. Um, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think this might have been Luca's best match of the season. Yeah. To me. I mean, got an assist. Off a, <laughs> the assist was funny, right? Uh, a pass pass comes into Luca, um, that he tries to uh, control on the half turn. He does not. It, it, it squirts out a little bit, and so and so in a panic, Mister Luca just gets a foot to it, stabs it, and the person I think the person that came out was, it was part of the back line. I don't know if it was a left back or a center back, but basically, uh, the striker came in just came into that space that the that the player that Luca beats to the ball avoided uh, and scored a goal. Nice mm-hmm. little assist for Luca Delatore. We'll take it though. We'll take it. But, but because the thing is he came back like five minutes later and could have had like a pre-assist also release somebody in the space uh, who probably should have shot in my opinion, but the cut back, I mean, try to play a little ball across that was, uh, that was blocked out. But. And on that assist, I really like him getting that ball first that he mishandled a little bit, a little, little bit of La, La Liga level athleticism there. Yeah. You know, not, you know. He, he also, he, late in the game, carrying the ball past Barcelona defenders, uh, mm-hmm. getting in behind. Yep. You know, making a difference. Uh, I don't think anything that happened at the end was really his fault. It's just, no. uh, just kind of how things are destined to be in the nation yeah, of Spain, it, just, it seems. 
people people are asking if maybe we he just keeps wearing this mask forever that he has on. Hey, um, he's looking good. He's playing. He's I'm playing well. Yeah, he's doing his yeah. thing, man. I mean, seems like he's he's gonna get something like two thousand minutes. Two thousand minutes playing in the midfield for uh for the Delta. Uh, great to see it. Great to see it. This would have been huge for uh relegation purposes. The yeah. win would have. I mean, they're they're still like outside of the relegation spots or whatever. But you know, as always, Celta Vega will be going down to the last six, uh, seven games of, La Liga, of the La Liga season, and will be threatened with relegation. But then, Mister Aspas will come up clutch as he always does. I mean, just the coolest, one of the coolest stories of football, man. Just doing it, doing it for his hometown team. I mean, that has to be just cool as hell. That but, pass. Um, that pass, like you said, on the second goal from him was, it was like the definite, definition of a slide rule pass. Just the weight on it is perfect through that little window. That, that would be silly. a pass that would be good if Christian would do, learn to do. <laughs> that is another, if we just want to keep critiquing him, um, <laughs> that would be another area. I know I said people were too sad, but. Yeah. Um, not, there were some passes. My breath. Pass was silly. Oh, oh, and this came after um, Luca had the Football Americas interview, right? Um, Oh where, yeah, where, hey, you got the sound bells. Yeah, you want it where he uh, talks about grocery stores. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. go ahead and play that. When I was playing in um, in Holland, uh, the fans of the club called me uh, Frankie de Jong from Aldi, which is like uh, Frankie de Jong from a cheap like knockoff uh, supermarket, uh, which I guess was a, a compliment. Hey, I hadn't heard that last part. That, that I guess it was a compliment. <laughs> he was happy. He's thrilled by it. He liked it. No, it's a good, it's a good thing. Aldi's fine, right? I haven't been there for a minute, but bro, Aldi's yeah. great. I got an Aldi uh, five minutes from my house, and and let me tell you something. These grocery prices are getting crazy. I, I, I'm not going. I mean, for for me to get to the point where where I'm saying this, you know, a a, a rich man full of just pockets of money, uh, myself. Uh, <laughs> like, yo, the, these groceries are starting to hit. Like, my my wife went to the, went to Meyer the other day, which which might have been part of the problem. Uh, she went to Meyer, but uh, she came back three hundred dollars of groceries, and it didn't look I, like three hundred dollars of groceries. Bro, I was looking at the hall. I, <laughs> I was looking at the hall, and, and I said to her, she actually. <laughs> I just looked at her and said, I, I said. Babe, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of dubious of of your 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 strategy here at the grocery store. Uh, she 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 did not appreciate that. But um, yeah, when yeah. You, I mean, when you have couples going at each other, that's when we know we the prices. Are, <laughs> it's a tearing America apart. Really. That's the thing. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. But I'm just looking at the receipt, and I'm like, bro, I just paid three hundred dollars for what? I mean, I, I'm not seeing too many meals in this. <laughs> yeah, time for us to all just start eating crickets, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, and you can, I mean, you can, you would have saved an Aldi. I don't want to, that is cheaper yeah, man. Uh, uh, Did uh, you? Aldi's a great place. They got a great produce section too. Like quality products as well. So that's part of why, yeah. which Luca understands. That's which, why he uh, oh, took it as a man. He's a sensible he, he, man. So, so he explained it further, which lets me like, 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 I'm not sure if he knows that we have Aldi in the U S or not. You know what I'm saying? Like like speaking to football America, he was, he felt the need to explain that Aldi was a cheap grocery store. I wonder, yeah. if they, I wonder if they have them in San Diego. 
He must know that. I think he was talking to a, a British person. Oh, oh, f- fair enough, fair enough. But also, well, uh, go ahead, Bill. Well, just a, f- a little more on the the corporate history of Aldi. They um they split into two companies in Germany, oh. Aldi Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud, and Aldi Sud is the one that uh, brought Aldi to the U.S. Aldi Nord, they're two separate companies started by the same family. Uh, Aldi Nord is the parent company of Trader Joe's. Right. So Trader Joe's comes from the Nord version. Which, when you when you go in Trader Joe's, like, if you've been to a Trader Joe's and an Aldi's, you can see the, the similarities a little bit. Um, but I don't, I don't understand what it is with German family starting companies and then, you know, splitting. And then what happened with, like, Adidas and Puma? Yeah, they seem to be doing this over uh, and over again. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. But but uh the whole reason why I wanted to bring this up was just because, you know, they 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 called him Aldi Frankie De Young, but you know, Frankie had to come out this game injured because Luca was putting that pressure on him. I, yeah. I, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So Yeah, it's what's gonna happen to Meyer as Aldi, you know, as more people come to their senses, get their mm. groceries at Aldi. Fair enough. Um look, Fuller and Balgan did anything, you know, anything happen there? This weekend? Uh, no. <laughs> he was talk- he was pretty good in the run of play, I would say. Yeah, nothing nothing really much worth talking about. He did miss two penalties, but you know, should we? What happens? Just we it's variance. It's variance. Forget about <laughs> it. I say we forget about it. There I were will good say, penalties, sure. They were. Um, let me just describe the penalties real quick, because. Both of them were on frame, but neither was far enough away from the keeper. So he went hard and low to the left, but not far enough. Keeper gets down, palms it hard up into the air. Uh, Ballo gets whistled for a foul for grabbing the defender who's trying to head it away. Um, That was not a great penalty. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Uh, And then the second one was almost the same except closer to the goalkeeper and even harder. And the keeper kind of gets down, gets low, and knocks it away again. That thing went into orbit when it when it hit the keeper. The uh, the uh, ricochet was crazy. Didn't that thing go out to touch? It might have. Yeah, I can't. It was he hit it friggin' hard. And here's what he said on Twitter: It is difficult to turn the page on last night's defeat. I know how much this game meant to the fans and us, us a team. I take responsibility, but failed on this occasion. Fans. Always... They, don't, they don't have fans. <laughs> well, uh, I I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, their matches versus Nice are like a big derby, which which I guess they're fighting for like oh, the right. the nicest place to visit in France. It's like nice, nice Monaco, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. fighting for supremacy. Um, and 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 Nice took this round, so I think that's mo- mo- where most of the, the local or fans they go to the Nice games because it's basically less expensive is my understanding huh i appreciate that maybe he is just making sure we don't have a penalty taker controversy on the national team Mm. okay could have happened if he he, if he goes in there slots them in next time let's let's say we're playing germany we get a penalty he has that striker mentality goes up and seizes it pool six coming for it what what happens i think Mm. pool six would have to take it but we'd have a scene we don't want to have have that scene I mean, we still want Flo, I mean, we still want Ballot to want the penalty, right? 
I mean, we yes. we want him to hate Greg Berhalter and always be at odds with him. And yes. we want him to get into fights with Christian Pulisic over who gets to take the penalty. And that's what we want, right? It's yes. a real striker, isn't it? We, I mean, you know, we, we begged, prayed for one. Uh, now that we have one, we got to know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe you're, you're right. I should not want our striker to miss multiple penalties. Yeah, but you're looking for the silver lining, which I, you know, which is good. Well, yeah. uh, Bells, you, so you were starting to read uh, that last sentence that he put in the tweet, but I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and do that real quick. Please. Um, Mr. Falaren said, I will always believe in myself and my focus is to make it right and help us reach all our objectives, exclamation point. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, hey, you know, we go again, essentially. We go again. I like the turn of phrase, but failed on this occasion, you know, localizes the failure mm-hmm. without uh, minimizing it. Yeah. yeah. It's good. You're going to fail on occasion. Did, did yes. we need an apology? You know, I think did, did we, though, need one? Uh, yes, I needed one. Okay. Mm. No, I'm well, just kidding. I didn't need one, but I, I like when a player takes responsibility for, for something that's not ideal. Well, if you want to talk about somebody not taking responsibility for something that's not ideal, Serginho Dest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's your man. That's your man right there. Uh, midweek, <laughs> Arsenal's first Champions League match in uh, a long time. Just to feel like this has been a long time. Just to look like this has been a long time. Uh, and Arsenal is back in the Champions League, uh, and, they, and they dusted PSG 4-0. 4-0. Uh, but but what does Serge do? What does Serge do? He he posts I'm his asking. highlights. Yeah, <laughs> he posts a, hi- a highlight reel of him dribbling. A hype video of his, his performance. A little sizzle post. reel. I love you it. Know, which we, we want him doing this. Absolutely, we want him doing this. We don't want anyone else doing this, but we want him doing this. Yeah. It, it, was he like? I, I guess he was sort of at fault for maybe the first or second goal. But was he? I mean, was he like, was he in hell during that game? Or people have have uh, over over exaggerated the amount of hell that he was in or was not. But I will say this: um, like, I think we do need to accept the fact that he is currently bad at defense. I, like, I, I do I'm not ready to accept that. Yeah, I mean, there I, was he did I put know, one but... highlight, one play in that highlight where he stole the ball from Saka, which I really <laughs> liked that he did that. He he did a few things like you know once twice three times but it's just he's just not good at defense like like the overall package of defense of defending you know what I'm saying we saw him get beat the back post against Rangers we saw what happened against Netherlands uh his last match before he was uh put in hell by Xavi he actually started and I forgot I forgot who they were playing but he he gave up an an early goal that that led to a lot of zaprudering. But it was it, it's just in in these in these moments where like other defenders would do better, he just consistently does not do better. Like like all the off the ball stuff he just doesn't have. And on the first goal, if you watch that first goal back, okay. Bakayo receives the ball, touchline. Serge is like three yards away. He's in the defending posture, but like he's not doing anything. And Saka just walks him down. Serge keeps backing up, backing up, backing up. Saka walks him down so he's almost like at the box. Serge has still not uh, met his line of confrontation, I guess, to go up and, and pressure Bakayo at all. Bakayo plays it inside. 
shots taken and you know Serge misses his mark I, I mean like you know loses track of Osaka which you know um the center back next to him also could have made a play on the ball also just don't spill just don't spill the ball uh Benitez but you know it's just the entire package is is just not there bro he, he's he's not good at defending right now we got to we got to he falls asleep. We gotta keep he falls going. asleep sometimes, but I don't know, man. Maybe I mean, I, yeah, whatever. I think um, whether he's good at defending or not, it is not socially acceptable to post a highlight video of yourself after your team gets <laughs> roasted four zero. Hey, like, hey, that's maybe the. It's just I don't a know. Oh, like, thing. what place do we have to judge someone who's living in their own world? You know, like we, <laughs> like who, who are we to even weigh in on this? Hey, Keep doing exactly chilling. what you're doing. Don't change the things, Eugenio. Right. Although it's uh, really, you really shouldn't do that. So uh, uh, he was he was left back, um, left back midweek, um, and and people, you know, I saw some rumblings that that maybe the the posting of the video uh, would lead to him getting benched uh, this weekend against Almere City. But, uh, you know, it seems like Mr. Peter Bosch had bigger uh, discipline issues to worry about, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> which we'll get to. Hey, let's get to started, it right now. But, uh, well, I just want to say he, he started it right back. Uh, Serge did end up starting. But, yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. Well, seems it like is, Serge is going to play a lot. But, yeah. Um, Waki, go ahead. I was just, before we get to the um, the hot button issue uh, about our a player that we care a lot about, so it's going to be a difficult conversation. But um, Serge was playing in his hometown. Oh yeah, his home club wasn't yeah. wasn't a whole lot of pomp. I don't know if they knew it was his hometown. I don't know if he knew it was his hometown. Um, he probably didn't. <laughs> he didn't know. I don't think he, he, he might not have cared. He, do, I'm guessing, he doesn't care. It's like a it's like a suburb, but isn't it like across the river from Amsterdam? It's like really close to Amsterdam. It's like a city they invented in the seventies. Okay, which is weird to think about in Europe. They had to invent a lot of stuff post World War II in that's true. The Netherlands, yeah. Rotterdam, mostly a post World War post War city. Anyway, I didn't know that. Tillman, uh, you know, he didn't come off the bus. Um. <laughs> before Almera, Almera City and people were wondering well, why didn't he come off the bus and then it turns out oh well he overslept and he was punished by being left out of the squad I mean yep. we knew he was languid but it's very languid this is pretty languid. Perhaps too languid it's so easy to oversleep though I don't want to I think it doesn't this doesn't in the long run Not, you never so... do it on purpose it just happens sometimes he he was on the bus. Is that what we're t- is that what we're saying? We don't know for sure if he was on the bus. We just know he didn't come off the bus. So we don't know exactly. He never was yeah, on the bus. Show up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it he was probably late for the bus, and then Bosch was like, "Screw it, man. We're going without you." I'm <laughs> guessing. Incredible that wasn't Serge who did this. Yeah. Oh man, I was thinking about Tom. Uh, when I was in college, we were about to go play a game, um, and we were leaving. I don't know. It was I think it was Friday morning or something. We had a a decent distance to travel, and uh, we were supposed to be there at a certain time. Because usually, like if we're leaving in the morning, we'll get to the stadium and like do our like Friday walkthrough. 
and like get done with that, then hop on the bus and dip. And like, <laughs> there was somebody, I, I, I just remember like leaving a dude in the parking lot. Like he pulled up, he overslept, right? The practice was like extremely early, like five, six o'clock or whatever. That man overslept, but pulled up like before the bus left. And coach was just like, leave his ass. <laughs> just dipped out. Yeah. Uh, so Got to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah. It just is what it is. It just yeah. is what it is. But uh, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Malik feels shame a little bit more than Serge does. So he'll respond appropriately. Yeah. It is not. I mean, he is on loan from Bayern Munich at PSV Eindhoven. So, you know, his, his, his situation with regard to the coach may be a, a bit more tenuous than if he had been signed for $40 million like Balogun. Uh, not ideal to, it's not ideal in any situation, but maybe it's a little less ideal in his than it would be if you were a, a permanent member of that team. But whatever, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be yeah. fine, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also, Pepe scored in this game. Yep. Rico keeps scoring and keeps scoring, which there was also some angst um, because he was the last of the of the Yanks to come on in the Champions League match uh, with the game being like long gone, done and dusted for a while. And De Jong didn't come off. Um, and yeah, everybody got a little bit up in arms in that. But Rico's fine, man. It's just, you know, when De Jong comes off, Pepe comes on. And so as long as he's in that position, I'm, I'm good with it. And he, keep, yeah. he keeps scoring, too. And and it was just uh, like I mean I know Almir City is not good, but the like the way he received this pass and just the the entire package of of that goal that he scored, I'm just like, it's a yeah. good player, man. It was a nice it was a nice calm calm finish after rounding the keeper. But my oh my that poor center back, what was he doing? Just flopping all <laughs> flopping <laughs> all over the place, dude. <laughs> I I responded to USMNT only uh only's video of that with it's just hey man I feel bad for that center back and then, of course somebody comes in future MLS defender <laughs> like what <laughs> like, what are you talking about put your agenda uh, down for like three seconds oh um yo if so if I can return to surge real quick I, I've been thinking about a lot about this this week um. And, and I do feel like he needs to find a way to feel shame, just a little bit, not a lot. We 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 still want we still want Surge to be Surge, but but like shame and pride have have a correlation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 you 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 cannot take pride in defending if you can't feel shame. You know what I'm saying? If every time you get beat, you just you you, you we've all seen it. Surge does that little skip, and yep, and it hits his. Hits his sides with his hands, and it, and he's just like, ah, oh, well, darn it, didn't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of it. I never connected that. When the, the second his hands hit, it's over. Yeah, and, and I'm just saying, like, in in order for him to be, but because for me, if I'm coaching on on the other side, we're going to surge all match. We're just going to surge all match, man. We're seeing if we can get in behind him. We're going at him when when he's there. Uh. Seeing if we can get him on the back post, all these types of things. I mean, I'm doing. We're we're throwing him through the ringer, through the washer. Um, Because you know, if you throw him through enough times, one of the times he's gonna at least one of the times he's gonna at least one of the times, man. And 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 even when you're watching him, like when he's in the back, when he's on the back post in situations, 
is just like you're you're looking at him and you can see his <laughs> you can see his concentration like laps and come back, <laughs> laps and come back. <laughs> it is just like yo, Serge, I just need you to ha- have a little bit of shame, just have a little bit of fear that like because I think he on- he's only like, did I get megged? Nah, I'm good. You know, type type deal. Did I get megged? Did I fall? Anything like that? Which he did make Ben White fall and. and well, I'll, I'll get to that. But yeah, we need a, we need a little bit of shame. Well, we need a little uh, bit of shame for my man. Sh- shame as a use feeling the ability to feel shame as a useful human characteristic is a is an interesting question because there's some evidence in our society that uh, you know n- the incapacity to feel shame is actually quite an al- quite an asset. You know, for some people. I mean, yes, but. Uh, you know that the, those people are usually called sociopaths uh <laughs> for the most part and most of and and sometimes they can tend to use their powers for for wrongdoing but but you know when you play on a team and you're responsible uh to other people then then yeah you you, you might you might need a little bit of little, little, just just a little bit of shame but I like also it. uh i do think the reason he's unbenchable is just uh, like 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 that arsenal match PSV wasn't getting the ball up the field if it went for Surge. Right. Surge was just facing dudes up, like, was was giving it to whoever. Uh, which is why he posted the highlights, because he's like, hey, I did my thing. Which, hey, it is what it is, but yeah. It's just that side of the ball, man. Gotta figure it out. Okay. Tyler Adams may be back in the next two weeks. I mean, it feels a little silly to say those words out loud, but uh, Andoni Iraola said... Tyler, last week he said Tyler Adams won't be avail- available for the Brighton game, but he has started training partially with the group. There's a chance of having him in the next week or two weeks or so. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye out for that. Beautiful. Which, uh, you know, may- maybe there was, some, uh, there was some consternation about, uh, who's he play for? Uh, Bournemouth. For, yeah. for Bournemouth getting relegated. Also, maybe Fulham getting relegated. But, uh... These teams that we've brought up from the championship seem to be so bad that that maybe everybody's just chilling for this entire season. Like like all three of these teams, Sheffield United, Burnley, and uh, Luton, ha- have one point through six games. Yikes! Um, by the way, so. Sheffield United got beat eight zero by Newcastle, um, which is crazy. And also, maybe Austin Trusty gets a chance to play center back for him now after they they get eight dropped on him. I mean, you would think there would be some but, rotation. <laughs> <laughs> Has he not played yet? Uh, uh, he made like one cameo for like not a long time. Yeah. Well, I bet he might not have an awesome time out there if he does get out there. So it's, you know. Yeah, it's going to half a dozen one way, six the other. Baker's dozen. Yeah, he played four minutes against Tottenham. And I'm pretty sure they scored in those four minutes that he was out there. I don't think it had anything to do with him. But uh, yeah. Um, I, I I deliberately misused the term Baker's Dozen there, just for those of you paying attention. It's an inside joke. Um, what about Hani Mukhtar? Mm. He could perhaps play for the U.S. as early as 2025. Sudanese dad, German mother, grew up in Germany, married a girl he met in Nashville, uh, one of the best attackers in MLS. The rules are too complicated for, for me, but... I, my understanding is it could be 2025 when he can play. And somebody asked him about it, and he said, I'm just waiting for the call. So 
I don't know. If, I think he's, I'd, I'd kind of like to see him for the national team. If he can play by 2025. Let's get him in the mix. He'd be 30 at that point. Uh, yeah. So not, not, uh, not too old. Um, yeah. I mean, what, so we can see, we can see what ha- I, I, I will, I will admit um, that I haven't watched too much of Hani, but I, I mean, I did see him come to Louisville and score on my club. I did see that, but it's just a lot of the times, you know, when I'm, when I'm saying these highlights, he's nice. Don't get me wrong. He's nice. But he's, uh, you know, he he he's in a he's in acres of look, man. I don't, <laughs> hey, this is we need more of this. Keep going, keep going. We need more of this. The, the MLS defending people are gonna love this. Yeah, let's take it look, to it's 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 typical typical MLS things, man. He he's he's running out, uh, you know, we're running at a back line with like thirty forty yards of runway. Doing his thing, he, and he and he does something amazing every time. Uh, you hear but, that, but, people? But, That's but, us like, disrespecting the MLS. So just register that on your. That, you that's know. just what I be seeing in the highlights. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. No, it's but, true though. It's, there's no doubt about it. People <laughs> who argue otherwise are. Well, it's true. Um, <laughs> okay. Hani. Uh, I noticed when he played in that open cup final against uh, Inter Miami, like, you know, obviously Messi was a difference maker in that game, but Hani was clearly a difference maker in that game too. Like you could see like, yeah, he was, who are the, who are the big players here? It's Lionel Messi and Hani Mukhtar. And uh, so that, that made an impression on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, regardless of what I said, he is that dude. He is that dude. And he does pull off. Incredible feats with the soccer ball. So yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. Who else is in the attacking, uh, you know, depth chart? The, let's talk about the Aronson brothers. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, first let's do Brando. Oh, okay, we're doing Brando. Uh, so sub appearance, sub appearance midweek uh, against Real Madrid in Madrid. Um, we we made a mistake on the last pod. We said. Uh, first of all, we were talking about the fact of just uh, the Champions League bringing in the German Forest. They 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 aren't playing at Union Berlin's home grounds. They're playing in the uh, Olympic Stadion, um, yeah. where Hertha plays. Um, Get more fans yeah. in the in the in the park. Yeah. Which, if if Union has enough fans to make that place rock, I mean, you know, just a huge stadium, right? Um, that would be cool as hell. That would be cool as hell. But um, yeah, they were in Madrid. Brindo came on. He did a he did a few Brindo things. He he got the ball taken off him once, and, and guess what he did? Three minutes later, took the ball off somebody else. It was great to see. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know that's Brendan for you though. Yeah, yeah, running around. Uh, started this weekend against Hoffenheim. Um, I think and... he wasn't supposed to start, but someone got injured in the pregame. Right. Right, and he came in. I think it was crawl or somebody, but which is a little uh, like this was his first start post red card, right? So after after he got that red card, he hasn't started since, and this was an accidental start this weekend. So well, we'll see we'll see how it goes, but um, he didn't do too much, and at halftime they were down two nil, and he got pulled. He got pulled. Uh, okay. Um, usually when you're losing. You know, it's typically a situation where you want some more attacking power. And so, um, 
the manager pulled off around. Brendan Aronson yeah. and, and put somebody else. So I'm just, it's uh, it's kind of interesting for the manager not to think that Brendan would be part of the solution to get him goals. So I'm hearing it's, it's some continued from. question marks from you on on the Brendan front. Um, we're just gonna have to keep monitoring that. I, 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 so I'm just reporting what I'm seeing. I'm just yeah. reporting what I'm seeing. Uh, the, I, I, like, like I mean, that can't be the that just can't be the best sign. Maybe he was flagging a little bit. I don't know, but uh, that's what happened. Yeah. That's why I went Brendo. What about Pax Bells? Pax was also pulled at the half midweek in a European Conference League game, Europa Conference League. He uh, he got on the end of one chance. So there was a ball over the top. He made a good little darting run behind, met it with this in, right instep, and drew a decent save from the keeper. But that was the only thing he did. Otherwise, um, somewhere between anonymous and outright bad, and <clears throat> got a yellow card in the first half. And so he came off at the half. And then didn't appear this weekend in a zero-zero draw. Yeah. I don't want to overreact or anything, and I'm not going to. But you know, I'm, I'm looking for signs of encouragement week by week. That's what I'm doing, and and I can't draw too much encouragement from Young Paxton. Yeah, it's it's been the case where he's been getting these starts, and uh, he hasn't he hasn't done anything too much with it yet. Which, I like, I will say, it's just like. They had him like playing on the forward line, you know, like occupying defenders and stuff for the most part. And it's like I would I would like to see him more in the midfield getting stuff going because like that's where he typically finds himself when he's making these sub appearances for Frankfurt, uh, just like a little bit more involved in the play. Um, where in this match he was mostly looking to, you know, wait for Eintracht to figure out everything else in front of him before being in a position to receive the ball. So right, and it's not. Yeah, it, Aberdeen was in a low block, so his only thing he could do was really hope to get the ball between a couple of center backs on at the edge of the box, and you know it never really worked. Never really worked out. Yeah. Uh, nice goal for Brian Gutierrez over the weekend from Chicago. I think it's his second goal of the season. He has eight assists, but he met a cutback with his left instep on the stretch, pinged it home far post. Very nice finish. And then he and Kai Kamara. Seem to have a nice rapport too, which is good to see. Um, they uh, they celebrated together vigorously. I don't know. Gutierrez is a, he's a U, he would have been U twenty eligible for the World Cup, not released. And um, you know he's a just somebody to keep an eye on. We should. Uh, I know we don't respect Fulham here, but Anthony did, what, had a good game this weekend. Okay, it's man of the match. Mm. Mm. Um, he. But he's yeah. just always, you know, he's just kind of consistent now. He's just good. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't necessarily always have to watch. <laughs> and that's what happened this weekend with me. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I checked it out a little bit. But yeah, he's just, Jedi's doing Jedi things. And, and you know, when you, when you can catch him in a match... Against another mid-table club, you know what I'm saying? Like Fulham, Fulham Crystal Palace. That's when he really comes alive. It's when he's making attacking runs. He he he's doing a little one-two. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was like, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Mr. Jedi. Which, you know, I was. I, I meant to bring this up with Surge, but like when you're seeing Surge like being walked down by Saka, and you and you see Jedi 
when when he's he's just on soccer like right on rice whenever they match up you know what i'm saying it's just he 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 provides like you know really he's he's the one that deserves the clamps title you know mm-hmm. he he really does put clamps on anybody he's going up against um i did check out tim ream in this match um just to see how he's doing on the wash allegations that i've been <laughs> that i've been somewhat levied by me on this pod um you beat the charges He's doing just enough. He's doing just enough to hold up, hold off on the wash allegations, man. Like, that's like, what he so, that's so what, what I, he knows. That's what he has to do. That's all he's gonna do. He's just gonna stay it. right where he needs to be. He's gonna pace himself all the way through the World Cup. It's gonna be incredible what he does. We'll 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 take it. Well, so what I really just want to see is him making one of those recovery runs like he was doing last season before the World Cup, which, uh, you know, once again, uh. Well, this is going public. I'm not going. I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not going. I'm not going to put no. Put put nothing bad on Tim's name, but I I would just like to see one of those. I would just like to see one of those rooms. please, Mr. Tim. Um, but, uh, credit to Tim, a sort of credit to Tim for the Weston interview, which I did finally listen to. Uh, it was a great, a great episode, a great podcast episode. I think. Largely in spite of Schlanger and Tim Ream, like bro, exactly. <laughs> it's like they, they just kind of there. They, they have the there. access. They got they got Weston on the pod. Weston was fascinating, and he has he does seem to have grown up a little bit yeah. in the last year. Yeah, it's all about the you know the doors you can get into, I guess. But yeah, that was a disaster class from Schlanger. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. He might he might listen to this pod. I, uh, he's a good play by play guy. I, you know, I was watching CBS Sports one time when a I think an NWSL match went off and it was like Fordham against uh, Iona or something. As Steve Flager doing play by play, but college basketball. But but anyway, uh, keep it moving. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to talk about this because really he's letting me down. But Joe Joe Scally, Joe Scally, man. Uh, Gladbach has moved to a three-back situation, so uh, Joe's playing wing-back, and he's receiving the ball in better... <laughs> he's re- like, like okay, the, these back passes that he's playing now are, like, comical in nature. Because he's just further like, back? <laughs> he's, he's further up the field receiving the ball in situations that you would think would be advantageous, and he's like, nope. He just pinging it to ass. the goalkeeper. Bro, he is turning his ass right back around and passing that ball backwards. Still, still, man. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tuned in to what you were talking about, Bells, just to the fact that, like, yo, if, like, if they know you're just going to pass the ball back, like, they, they're on them. They're on them. Yeah. They're, not, they're not taking any, uh, you know, they're, 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 the people that are pressing them aren't throttling down as they get to them in the fear of maybe being stepped past or whatever. No. Full speed ahead until you get to Joe Scally. Uh Even if you go through his back a little bit and get a foul, like it, it just is what it is. But um, yeah, I think he had a total of maybe like three progressive passes in this match. He hit, he hit like one. He hit, he hit a couple with his left foot to Jordan Pifak, actually uh, coming back to receive the ball. Pifak did well with him, actually, for the most part. One was a little, Pifak had to do a little work to like draw a foul because it was a little, it was a little errant. And uh, I think he hit one with his right foot to P-Fog too, but 
that's 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 all we got, man. It is looking, it is looking kind of bleak for Joe right now. Uh, he he needs to figure out what the hell's going on, or move the center back. I don't know what the hell's. Yeah, maybe. Or like that. Okay. I like the moving to center back. He's he's he doesn't seem to be an outstanding progressor of the ball. Yeah, and, and which just, was a I, controversial thing to say about. Well, maybe it's still controversial to say, bro. I, but certainly I was six months one, ago, I was the one making it controversial. Like, I mean, when he first broke out, he was doing so much more with the ball than he is doing now. So it he can just, maybe find his mojo again. Then, like, it may not be a permanent thing. I mean, I we're, say, going, we're going on two and a half years now. <laughs> I will say uh, that thing about you know, like if people don't don't fear that you might step by them, they will come flying into you and make it even harder every time. Uh, that's why they. That's why ball mastery is so important. That's why they all the you know all the youth gurus say you got to get those kids on the ball. Which brings me to my favorite subject, which is Dallas, uh, the white working class hero of the East Ridge Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and an update on Dallas. I saw him play last last Monday, and he was even better. He was even better than the first time. Well, well, he well was, hold on, Bills. Uh, if this is going public, you got to explain to the people who Dallas is. It's a kid, a kid uh, that I've seen out playing uh, at Camp Jordan in uh, on the east side of Chattanooga, and notable because he's very he's very good. He's the best player in this rec league. Um that I've seen and because his, his grandparents are hillbillies. So they're not, this isn't like some rich kid from Lookout Mountain or Signal Mountain with, you know, whose parents are paying $2,000 a year for him to play soccer. He's just playing rec soccer and he's really good. And, uh, I love to see that. So yeah, I just, my only update is he was, uh, he was excellent. Uh, again on Monday, I think totally dominant, a little, um, unfortunate that his coach kept him in, even though they were up like 15, zero, you know, and then I, I like saw, that mentality. Step on that. It's unfortunate for mentality, who? though, from this coach. Unfortunate for the whole for everybody. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, I saw another Eastridge team on Saturday. They're really they're really good too. So I looked up like, what, what are they doing something different at Eastridge? And I realized the Red Wolves, Chattanooga Red Wolves, USL team, uh, provides U uh, six and U eight, you know, practice plans for all the coaches in the Eastridge Rec. And um, so okay. shout out to them for that. I don't know how many people are making use of that, but I looked over those. Uh, I looked over those plans, and they're good. Good. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that's what you know. That's what should be happening. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying we have all these as, as soccer's footprint continues to grow with you know all these different clubs, not just MLS. You know, what I'm saying this is this is what we should be doing. Yeah. yeah. Now, do we maybe do we need to get? Dallas off the rec team? Is there a ladder he can step up? Is he being challenged? I think Scuff need to sponsor this man. Maybe so. I think I think maybe he yeah, his parents just don't want to pay for it, you know? So he's just he's just well, there you go. There's the problem right there. That's pay for play in a nutshell, like, isn't it? You know, it costs like a thousand bucks, you know, to get on the Red Wolves Academy team. Mm. You know, so a lot of people can't aren't about that. Which I would you know, I understand. My goal is to just bring better competition to Camp Jordan in the upcoming years so that it's not so easy for Dallas to run the league so he gets pushed in the rec league. Because there's always going to be kids who can't afford it, you know? Shout out Dallas, man. <laughs> Shout out Dallas. 
Oh, and he also, I, I, just to give people a sense, he kind of looks like a young Kieran Trippier. 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 Is that how you say it? Yeah, That's what he looks uh, like. I mean, yeah, he's English, so it's Trippier, for sure. Uh, Anything else, guys? Oh, uh, real quick, Colioso. Colioso, um, we didn't talk about him last Monday because they played on Monday. They played uh, Matt Turner and Nottingham Forest. Um, Luca Colioso basically contributed to uh, Burnley's only goal. You know, received received the ball out uh, on the touchline and got to and got to running and got to running as he does so well. Uh, beat a man to the end line and not only got to the end line, but you know, beat him firmly enough to where he could turn once he reached the end line. You know, what I'm saying to to really set up his cutback. The cutback was scuffed and popped to a man at the top of the box who then scored the goal. But uh, yeah. And they played this weekend against uh, somebody. I'm 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 drawing a blank, but uh, he was influential once again. Uh, this is I mean it's it's just a case where you know we need to do everything we can do. You know what I'm saying, Pete Pete PJ to Burnley. Um, we need everybody we can getting off of it. We we need some of these. We need some of these people that are coming to the messy games. If we can get a correspondent from U.S. Soccer there, hoping hoping that we can like talk to them and get them as part of the traveling party to go over there in court, Luca Colioso, um, that would be great. Also, did some uh, I did a little research, a little research on his family. His dad played football. <laughs> dad played college football at Oklahoma. Um, finished his career at SEMO, uh, Southeast Missouri, um, D1. Was a running back. Hmm. Um, he is now so it seems to be some type of big wig investment banker for AIG, um, which I was if you read the article on the athletic, his dad uh, made the move to England with him. So he's there. He's there with him so that Luca has somebody. Um, also, his, his father, <laughs> his father was part pardoned uh, by Greg Abbott. Oh, here in the in the past uh, three years for for some petty crime that he did when he was like 19 years old, 19, 20 years old. Um, didn't seem to be a big deal, but it's just something he had on his record. I don't know if it had to do with his job as to why he needed to get it pardoned or what, or whatever, but yeah, that happened. That happened. Um, mom's a PT in Connecticut, which, Oh, how, how did I forget? It brings me to the fact that like, um, you know, bells, you and I are going to Hartford, right? Hmm. We're going to the Germany match um, in Connecticut, in Hartford. I'm thinking this might be a galaxy brain play from Mr. JT Batson because. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if y'all have looked into Hartford, Connecticut. There's not a lot there and it doesn't seem to be a lot to do. Um, And so we put a game in the Northeast, but for some reason we put it in Hartford, Connecticut. And it, it could be, it could be that, um, Mr. JT Batson is doing is doing that as some kind of elaborate recruitment ploy for Mr. Colioso. What do y'all think? I think that's definitely in play for JT. He works at that, operates at that level. It, he does. He does. I mean, at the, like at this point, we can't really put anything past him after he pulled out all those stops for for flow. Um, Everything rides on this game, doesn't it? The entire future of soccer in America. Yeah, Greg Gio's relationship. Um. Yeah, Coley if Osho. we can get another attacker to partner with Gio, you know what I'm saying, Coley Osho, all that. So it's a, it's a crucial tune-up before the Copa America playing game. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, also, they interviewed Luca Colioso after that Nottingham Forest match. Like, like that's how good he was. That's how good he was in that match. He got interviewed. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they drew Nottingham Forest one one. Um. Yeah. And he does. Oh, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. Well, I just wanted to raise. I noticed his uh, tattoo on his forearm. It's his uh, Roman numerals. It says fifteen nine, which uh-huh. is his birthday is nine fifteen. So he is doing dates in the European format. And I guess the Roman numerals are also Italian. So um, just something to be aware of because we're still trying to figure out exactly what he wants to do. Is that you're, you're not worried by that, Adam? Just no, Roman, to numerals sure we... are, Roman numerals are, you know, we, have, we draw as much from yeah. Roman civilization as Italy does at this point, wouldn't you yeah. say? And, but um. the, it was in the in order of a European date format. Yeah, but that's also a sensible way to to do the date, you know. Is it? I, well, I, I mean, well, I don't, well, I don't agree on, with that, but well, on the on the opposite front, in this interview, okay, um, number one, when he said when he was talking about his involvement for the goal, he basically said, you know, he he summarized what happened, and he was like, "We're I was happy to be involved in the in the play that that led to us going up one zero. Not one nil, not one nil, one oh. zero. Okay, and then later in the interview, um, I, like like I don't know. I think I think the question was something about like, what was the thought like later in the match, or, or I think it was the halftime halftime discussion. It was like, what did company say at halftime? And it was basically like, you know, that we need to come out there and keep playing our game and try to get more points, points. This guy's American. This let's just stop this charade. You know he sounds very American. What are we? What are we doing? He said. Was he saying and... points in re- reference to like goals? Yes. Yes, oh. bro. <laughs> in reference. That's to too goals. American. That's too American for me. Hey, it's the college football playing father, I guess, man. I'm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling pretty good on on our where we stand where we stand right now, you know. Italy, where they stand is outside of the World Cup. So, you know, Luca, come over here. His dad went to Southeast Missouri, South Missouri, Southeast Missouri State. Is that what it is? Mm hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Is Canada just completely out of the picture now? Because it seemed like he had committed to them. So he's, he's, he, um, he's been a, a little, little fast and loose with, uh, but it does, seems does like Canada it, still have a men's national team. That's the Man, thing. I think that just really worked to our benefit. Their uh, insolvency. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. Let's get out of here. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, check out the the show notes for the link to the Patreon so you can get this conversation every week. We'll see ya. Oh, Taylor Swift went to the Bears game. Mm. We didn't mention that. Why would we mention that Taylor Swift went to a Bears game? It's kind of the big news this weekend. Never, never mind. <laughs> okay. No, no. I mean. Okay. Um. We so the 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 countdown is underway. Twenty four hours for for Pulley to put her on the IG. Be like, it'd be nice for her to show up to a U.S. Men's National Team game. That's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. We need Pulley to just keep that going. Selena Gomez was at another game in Europe, by the way, this weekend. Was she? I think we need to stay on that front as well. Yeah, she was at a uh, PSG. She was at the uh, Parc des Princes. Is that what they call it? 
Yeah. Anyhow, just wanted to make sure we hit that at the end there. Good. Thank you. Crucial to include that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you.